welcome to Take the Upgrade podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Carrie. And we are sisters passionate about helping others rise to the next level. We are the co-founders and owners of The Natural Shift, and we created this podcast with you in mind. Each week, we will share simple tips that are easy to implement or an inspiring interview, all with the same intention, to raise the collective and to help you step into your best life. We are so excited to have you join us. Get ready to create real progress and lasting change. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. So excited for you guys to join us today. Before we get started and I tell you about our guest today, I want to remind you about the ebooks that we have waiting for you. You'll find links to those in the show notes, but you can also just head over to our website, anaturalshift.com. We have two free ebooks for you, and then we also have an amazing ebook on upgrading your lunchbox. Not only what you put in that lunchbox, but the containers that you put your food in will give you our best tips around packing that extra healthy lunch. So today we have a special guest with us. Her name is Haley Navarro. Haley helps women ditch their guilt that they have around food and helps them to break free of the vicious cycle of dieting, overeating, and emotionally eating so that they can learn how to connect and communicate with their body and feed it what it really needs while dropping dress sizes and keeping them off for good. She's also the creator of the Upgrade Babe blog, where she is obsessed with teaching others how to upgrade their health, their self, and their wealth. Okay, well, Haley, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you on and uh, to dive in to our conversation and tell people a little bit about you. But before we get started, I do want to tell people, um, the listeners where we met, we actually, Haley lives in California. We met, um, at an event, uh, that I attended in California. We were both there. It was a, it was a great fun kind of networking, um, event where really other women encouraging, um, each other. And that's what I loved about it so much. So I got to know Haley. We were in a little kind of breakout session one day and we, and we just started chatting and I discovered the name of her blog and instantly I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have you on the podcast. So Haley is known as the Upgrade Babe. And of course, that is totally in line with, with what our podcast is all about. So I'm going to let her tell you a little bit more about that in a few minutes. But first, Haley, welcome. And would you tell everyone just a little bit about yourself, about your background, maybe college, career, that kind of thing? Awesome. Thank you, Julie, for having me on again. So my background started pretty much when I was a kid. Um, As Julie said, I created a blog called The Upgrade Babe, and I really am diving into teaching women how to upgrade their self, their health, and their wealth. And it didn't start out like this. Uh, I started, I'm a, I'm a hairdresser by trade, which a lot of people don't know because I don't share that that often, but I started that in high school. Um, so I've always been one to just get on with the dreams, pursue, take action, very action oriented. And, um, I had a dream to move to LA by the time I was 20. And so I did all the things that I needed to do. Um, again, tons of action. And once I got here, once I got to LA, I landed my dream job and 
after working for the company for a few years, I realized I worked so hard and it wasn't exactly what I wanted. And I felt overworked and underappreciated, like a lot of people feel. And I set out to, to figure out my life and to upgrade. And I knew I wanted more. And so that has been my mission in life is finding my own upgrade and showing others how they can start to upgrade their own lives. Because all it is, is getting in tune with yourself and figuring out what makes you happy and using that as the compass to make the upgrade. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. You know, when, when you were talking about moving, um, to LA and uh, landing kind of what you thought at the time was your dream job. And then, you know, as time went on, which happens to us, right? We evolve and we realize that maybe sometimes what we thought was going to be so amazing or at one time, maybe what was has no long, no longer is any, you know, anymore. And um, we have to constantly be aware of that, aware of what our thoughts are, our dreams, our wishes. And then the thing that you said that's so important is take action, right? Take yeah. action oh, on yeah. whatever your dreams. And when you were working for this company and you're working for someone else, you were probably feeling like you were building their dream, not necessarily your dream, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I love that you... Yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes we wake up and we realize like, wait a minute, this is not, I'm not fulfilling my dream. I'm really helping fulfill someone else's. Right. Yeah. So that takes really massive courage to step into action to, cause I'm sure it was scary to, mm-hmm. to step out into the fear um, and the resistance that you, that you probably met. So when you were going through that, you developed this blog called the upgrade babe. Tell us, go a little bit deeper on why you chose that name and how you, um, how you kind of overcame the fear of just stepping into what you wanted and what your dreams were. Okay. So I love this question because I want to state that this isn't the first blog that I've tried. And I think this is very important for people trying to do something is that I've had so many failures with blogs because I didn't have my plan. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I needed to try and learn, right? So this is the third time I've had a blog. The other ones were different, but this is the most like real successful, um, heartfelt blog that I've created. And it is such a passion project and it's me and it's sharing my story and my life. Um, so I found the name because I'm constantly looking to be better. And I think I was just Googling, you know, how you like brain dump and try and figure out names and like using a thesaurus and like synonyms and whatnot. And like, I loved, I loved the name upgrade. And, um, I, I like looked on Instagram to like figure out, does anybody have the name, the upgrade babe? Right. Cause that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And nobody did. And I was like, I'm taking it. So I actually secured that name on Instagram, which I don't use yet, um, about a year ago. And I like thought about it and I planned and um, I did dream boards about the blog and what I wanted to talk about. And I asked people what they were struggling with. And like, you know how you do a Venn diagram of like what you love, what you're good at and what people like know you for. 
Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I came up with my idea of the blog and I'm having so much fun, but I think it's very important to let people know that I've tried, I've tried other blogs and I've failed and I've learned so much. And I think that's the most important part is because I keep trying things, right? And I keep learning and it's not always, I don't always get it the first time. And I love, and I want to tell people that like, just try, Mm -hmm. just try and take action. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love everything that you just said, because you are, you know, really what you're doing it by sharing your story is you're giving other people permission to say, okay, look, she, she's, they may look at your blog and go, oh my gosh, this is amazing. First of all, it didn't happen overnight. No, it wasn't the first time you tried, which I think is so important. Same here, same here with our natural shift brand that we have. It wasn't the first thing that we tried. And the point here is to not give up. If you have a dream inside you and you have something that you're passionate about and that you want to share with others, there's a reason for that. I, I believe that we're not given any kind of vision or dream that we're not meant to fulfill. We might not understand right away how that happens or how that's going to play out. But if we continue to learn from mistakes and failures, even though I really don't like that word, but if you just kind of reframe it and you go, okay, well, this didn't work. Well, how can I tweak and modify and see what's going to work better or, you know, what's going to get you to that ultimate goal? I mean, it's so important. And when we can share our stories with other people, not only does it give them permission, it, it helps them to see that really anything is possible, right? I mean, anything that you put your mind to um, is possible. So I love that you shared that. Now, one thing that I noticed on uh, your blog, because I did kind of, you know, stalk you and look all around on your blog, of course, I was like, I just have to dive a little bit deeper here. Um, You had a post not that long ago where you talked about kind of getting sidetracked. I think this was really more around like the holidays, which happens so much in our health. Yes. But I thought as I was reading that, I thought you had some really good tips. And I thought I'd like to talk about that, but not just with, um, you know, food or fitness, even though those are super important, but in general, how we can get sidetracked in life and where our goals are concerned and why it's even important to set goals in life in general, not just in business. So talk to us a little bit about how you set goals and why this is even important. Yeah. Um, So setting goals is important because you... So I've heard this analogy somewhere a few years ago. It's like the airplane has a destination, right? And sometimes you don't drive straight or you don't fly an airplane straight. It's like you have the target of what you want to hit, but you go to the left and then you have to redirect. And sometimes you go a little bit too far and you have to redirect. And that's just a concept. That's life in general. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know where you're going, if you don't have a goal, you won't be able to hit it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very, very goal oriented and I haven't accomplished anything unless I had a goal. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself that I know what goals are real, even though I can say I want them and I can dream about them. Right. I know what ones are real is because the ones I truly want never go away. And I'm consistently taking that action towards them. And to go back to what you were saying before this, um, oh my goodness, I just had a blink. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, to go back to what you were saying before this, if you don't know where you're going, right, you're just not going to hit it. You're just not going to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's super important to have, I have health goals. I have um, relationship goals, which are super important. Uh, I have business goals and I own, I have my own self, like in general, what kind of person I want to be in the world, what kind of human I want to be and what kind of experience I want to have. Um, which I don't think a lot of people actually think about. Um, and I didn't, I, this is all new to me within the last, I'm going to say two months <laughs> mm-hmm. of like really setting goals of like what kind of human I want to be in the world. Um, So you can take a goal and you can like literally pinpoint it and, and do anything in your life, um, have a goal around anything in your life, no matter what it is, it's just about taking the action. And if something you're thinking about something and it's really important to you, it's not going to go away. Mm -hmm. And that's how you know what you should take action on because Mm -hmm. the more you ignore it, the louder it's going to be. And mm-hmm. if you don't take action and you don't acknowledge it, it might start to make you feel a little sad or a little mm-hmm. depressed, right? Because mm-hmm. you have this thing inside of you that isn't coming out. Mm-hmm. And I noticed yeah. that uh, the last few years before I started this blog, that there was something inside of me and I couldn't pinpoint it. And I really sat down and I got really honest with myself and I had no idea how I was going to do it. And this beautiful thing has emerged from it just by paying attention to the thoughts, to the feelings, to the gut, you know, like listen to your gut and your heart. And if it feels right, go for it. You're, you're having that for a reason. It is yours. Yes. To <laughs> yes. You know, I think that's so important. And I think it's something, I mean, honestly, this is something that I struggle with that I, am constantly trying um, to work on is the getting quiet with yourself. I mean, we don't take as just as a society in general, I think we don't take enough time to sit with our thoughts because I know from me, for me personally, my mind is always racing and going, what's the next thing I need to do? I have the to-do list in my head, you know? And so I think a lot of people are like that, especially women, um, especially moms, you know, a lot of burden falls on us to take care of the family and that kind of thing. And so we don't a lot of times take time for ourselves and self-care, which is a totally another, you know, a a totally um, could be a whole nother show. But in terms of just getting quiet and paying attention and being mindful of what is your intuition saying? What are you, what do you feel you're being called to do? And you know, the saddest thing to me would be to get to the end of your life and realize that you didn't, that you never took action on all of these dreams that were coming to you. I mean, that would be so sad. I mean, that would be so much worse than just being terrified and and taking that step. So I think that sometimes if we can reframe that in our mind and think, what if I don't take action on this? You know, what, what might possibly happen versus what if I do? It's going to be scary. That's part of the journey. And just embrace that. Um, I think sometimes that would, that makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, we can start to do that. So let's say we, you know, you were talking to someone, a friend or just someone who reached out to you and 
they were like, well, you know, I had this goal, um, but I'm kind of getting discouraged. I've kind of just gotten off track and I don't really know what to do. Like this could be fitness related. It could be business. Mm -hmm. What kind of tips would you give them to kind of get back on track in moving towards their goal? Absolutely. Uh, Number one, I am very much a pen to paper girl. So write it out. Do like set a 10, 10 minute timer because 10 minutes is quite a bit when you're writing Mm -hmm. Um, and do a brain dump. Literally let, write it out. What is going on in your mind right now? What do you want to accomplish? What are your goals? Why are you feeling like you're off track, right? Keep asking yourself these questions and write down the answer and like get as much out on paper as you can. Um, And the most important thing is to ask yourself the question and try and get really nitty gritty with the questions and be honest with yourself, right? Because we can write things down. We can write, you know, I think it's so easy to be influenced by other people's goals and other people's dreams and ideas, but really pay attention to what you're wanting and, and get quiet. And I know that's hard. And I try to get quiet. I live alone, so I have a lot of quiet time, but sometimes I will distract myself, right? With TV, with a phone, with a book, with music, with my dog. So I've made, um, I've made it a thing to walk my dog without headphones in. And it can be kind of frightening what will go on in your head just by moving. Because I know meditation is very, it's a thing that people like meditate, right? Sometimes that can be hard to just sit down and like try and meditate. I notice that I have the best kind of meditation and the best ideas when I'm quiet, when I don't have anything in my ears and when I'm walking or when I'm moving my body. So moving my body is non-negotiable for me daily, whether it's just a walk or a hike or a quick, you know, workout at the gym or even yoga at home, um, moving. So you can start to hear your thoughts, um, and writing them down is huge. And, and, and I think talking to the people who are closest to you and getting their ideas, but not holding on to what they're really saying, you know, ask for their opinion, people that you really, really trust um, and asking for their opinion and think and wondering if it's a good idea or not. Um, again, like literally ask like the two people you trust the most because you don't want a lot of outside information because that can get a little discouraging as well. But really writing it down is, is how to get back, back on track. And then once you write all of that down, it's what do I need to do to get where I want to be? Mm-hmm. And again, that can be kind of difficult, but whether it's, so let's take going to the gym, for example, because it's the most, like, it's the most easiest to um, give an example of. So I had a friend who wants to lose weight, right? Mm-hmm. She, everybody knows we need to work out and eat better, right? It's, it's not brain science or whatever. Mm-hmm. I what I but <laughs> I said, what do you need to do to get there? She's like, I just need to get there. And I'm like, okay, well, let's break that down what else do you need to do to get there? She's like, I need to get out of my house. I'm like, okay, let's break that down. Why are you not getting out of your house? She's like, I just don't put my gym clothes on, you know, and then I, I just, by by that time, I just don't want to go. I'm like, okay, we'll start there, right? Break down the tasks into smaller goals. I said, every morning 
wake up, put your gym clothes on. And if you make it out the door, you make it out the door. For a week, she didn't make it out the door, but every day she put her gym clothes on. Mm -hmm. The next week, she put her gym shoes on and walked outside, just walked outside. And then the second week, she got in her car. Mm -hmm. And then the week after that, she started going to the gym and actually walking inside and like getting the feel. But it, you know, it took her some time to like build the habit of doing Mm -hmm. it. So asking, writing down, asking what you need to do and breaking those goals smaller and smaller and smaller into tangible daily tasks that you can actually do. I know that was a lot of information. <laughs> no, that is perfect. I'm in, I'm compl- in complete agreement on that. In fact, one of the things that we always say is daily habits lead to real progress and lasting change. So that's where it is. It's in the daily. And as you were saying that, it reminded me that Sometimes when we have these like really big goals, it can seem really daunting and and you think, okay, this is great. I want this. I want to go after this, but how do I even do that? So it's really kind of about reverse engineering, like looking like, okay, here's the goal. Now let's step back and then, you know, write down, okay, what am I going to do? Um, you know, each month, then what am I going to do each week? Then what am I going to do each day? That's going to move me closer and closer and closer. And a couple of other things that were really interesting that I thought you mentioned is the brain dump. Like I do this every day. So yeah. important because for me, I get in, I mentioned earlier, I get a lot of thoughts going on in my head and it could even be something like, Oh, I need to go start a load of laundry or tomorrow morning. I need to put the laundry on first thing. It could be like little, little bits of things like that. You just write it all down. And sometimes when you write it down, like if you just keep a notepad beside your bed, it's super simple. Before you go to bed, you can start writing down the things that you need to do. They're all up here, but you can't go to sleep because they're all, you know, up in your head. And then the list looks manageable. You're like, oh, okay, that's not as bad as the anxiety I was creating within myself, thinking about all of these things, you know, that I needed to do. And then the other thing that I thought was really interesting is you really mentioned, I don't think you necessarily used this word, but you mentioned that we basically can start to self-sabotage sometimes. We know the things we need to go and do, but then we find all these other things to do instead Mm -hmm. because, you know, either we're scared or it's going to be hard or whatever the case may be. We really kind of start to sabotage ourselves. So even paying attention to that kind of behavior, um, it, it all takes practice, but the first key to any change is awareness. You know, you have to be, we have to, 100% be aware. Um, And I love the fact that you said, you know, movement really helps you, um, you know, to get kind of your mind clear to, to start thinking around what are, you know, these, these goals that I have, and then, and then how am I going to achieve them? What are the daily things that I need to do? You mentioned, you know, going for a walk. I love to also do this in the car, like no music, like just silence. Sometimes that's the only place that I can get like a lot of silence, (laughs) you know, so even in the car, especially for moms, I mean, as long as your kids aren't with you, you know, you can kind of have some good silent time there. Um, So I think that those were were all really important, um, important things to mention. And that's where people can start, right? It's just picking, you know, picking one of these things to start your daily habit or your daily upgrade, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I do the silence in the car thing too. Do you? 
I do. I do. I love it. I think, I think in general, everything is so immediate these mm-hmm. days, social media and the news. And like, we consume so much information, not even like aware of it. And we get mm-hmm. um, overstimulated. So yes. I think turning things off and again, awareness is everything, turning things off and just like sitting and being still like mm-hmm. sometimes I will park in my garage and just sit in my car in the quiet and, mm-hmm. and I live at home, but like mm-hmm. in my car, I don't have to do things. I don't yes. have to worry about cleaning my place or, you know, that shirt needs to be hung up or something. Mm-hmm. It, I just kind of like sit and like breathe in my car in the silence sometimes. And sometimes I feel like a weirdo, but it really helps. <laughs> no, that is, su- that's such a good point getting away from all of the things that are stimulating us, even if it's just for five minutes can be so helpful. And then that turns into, well, maybe I could sit here with myself and my thoughts for 10 minutes, you know, and maybe that's all, you know, all someone needs is 10 minutes a day. I mean, I think it's a long time. That's a long time to sit. Yes. You know, you maybe work your way up to that, but, um, I know that that can be a hard concept for people. So just even starting very simply um, mm-hmm. with five minutes is great. Or so, three deep breaths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you're right. Breathe, right. Like our body mm-hmm. breathes for us, but there's so much more. There's a different feeling when you like take a really deep, long inhale than mm-hmm. an exhale through your mouth. Like there's a, you feel different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I know. I agree. Oh, that felt good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. Cause we walk around with so much stress yeah. and tension and um, sometimes that creates anxiety within us. So just the breathing, the deep breathing can really, really help. I agree. So you kind of already just talked about this a little bit, but as you know, the name of our podcast is take the upgrade. And for, for me, that really means what am I going to do on the daily to move the needle in a positive direction towards my goals? What, what am I going to be able to change and shift to get to get me closer to what the ultimate goal is? So what does taking the upgrade really mean to you? If I asked you that, what does that phrase mean to you? Mm, That is good. (laughs) Taking the upgrade to me means that you're making a small step daily Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the direct kind of like you in the direction that you want to be in. And again, paying attention to what makes you happy in life, I think is so huge because Mm -hmm. the more you take a step towards happiness, the happier you will be overall Mm -hmm. and really using that as like a navigation to, to your goal. Um, so that's what taking the upgrade would, would mean to me or Mm -hmm. does mean to me. Yeah, for sure. Well, what do you think if I asked you, what is the most pivotal upgrade you've ever taken that you feel like has really just changed everything, maybe changed the course of your life and where you were going? What, what would you say? So not to go morbid on you. Um, but I lost the closest thing that I had to a brother in 2011 mm-hmm. and I was, uh, maybe 21 at this point and it was a freak accident, totally unexpected. And that moment hit me that 
you have one life and you have no idea when it's going to end. Um, and from then on, you know, I just started like thinking like, I'm not happy because I was at the, at the dream job that I wanted and I was drinking way too much. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just cause I was young and I was 21 and yeah, you know, you go through that phase, but I, I was at the bar every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, drinking way too much and stupidly driving home on windy roads, um, to get, to get home. But, um, that was the most pivotal point in my life. Um, but it wasn't until, which I just released on the blog yesterday. Um, up, it was about five years ago around this time of year where I decided, <laughs> I could have done this a lot better, but I got fired, uh, from the job that I was working so hard to be at, um, mm-hmm. because I wanted to spend more time with my family mm. for the holidays. And because I was in a hair salon and it's the busiest time of year, you don't get time off around the holidays at all. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to be able to go home and see my family. And after losing my cousin, I was like, this is not worth it. It is not worth it to sit at a job that makes me so unhappy and miss the holidays with my family. So on Christmas Eve, I flew home and I called into work and I told them that I would not be in today. And um, he hung up on me. <laughs> he hung up on me. And I didn't go home right away. I didn't go back to LA right away. And the moment I walked in the salon, um, I was fired immediately. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, it's not like I didn't know it was going to happen. I was fully Mm -hmm. aware that I was going to be fired. I look back and I think I could have handled it a lot better. You know, Mm -hmm. I could have just quit. Um, but I was young. Um, but I planned, I planned for that for a year. Mm -hmm. I, you know, having that goal and, you know, aiming for it and doing everything that you can to set yourself up to accomplish that goal, I planned for a year. And you can find all of that on the blog, um, all the juicy details. Um, but yeah, those were, I, I know you asked for one, but those were two that really mm-hmm. changed uh, the direction of my life. Mm, I love that. And I love that you were very vulnerable in sharing that because I think that when we share our stories, that's when we really connect with other people you know, people see the authenticity and it, it makes, it makes others understand that they're not alone, that everybody makes mistakes. And I just, I mean, I love and applaud you, you know, for sharing, for sharing that. So all of that I, I can see, you know, kind of played a part in where you are today. So in knowing the things that we do every day, make the biggest difference in, in the long term. what are some of your daily upgrades or non-negotiables? I know you mentioned moving your body, which same here, same for me. I mean, it's definitely a non-negotiable. What are some other non-negotiables you have? Um, health. So I'm actually a certified health coach as well. So I'm really um, adamant about what I put in my body. You know, mm-hmm. I, I live by an 80-20 rule. So if you don't know what that means, it means doing, I don't like to say good or bad, but eating nutritious, nutrient dense food, um, 80% of the time. And then 20% of the time having something that may be a little bit naughty or something that's not on the program, right? Like Mm -hmm. the pasta cookies, ice cream yesterday, I actually 
went and bought a pint of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't eat the full thing, but, um, you know, sometimes you have to have food like that, mm-hmm. but eating really well, um, mm-hmm. I know plays a huge role in my life, um, and my business because it helps me think clearer. If mm-hmm. I'm adding in too many, uh, processed foods or sugar, my judgment is clouded. Um, mm-hmm. I can't think clearly. The anxiety goes up. The depression goes up. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have too much caffeine, same thing. I don't, I don't know how to live. I feel like I don't know how to live. And you can hear it in my voice, like mm-hmm. of the feeling that I feel when I eat too much of foods, um, those. So movement, nutrition, breathing is something mm-hmm. that is non-negotiable um, daily for me. And then daily to-do lists. If I don't have a to-do list, nothing is getting done. So mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember Susan Sly. I do. Um, from Mommy Millionaire. Um, check her out, you guys. She told us a daily to-do list um, of like your health, your goals, your business, whatever is important to you, and write five things. I don't write five things. I do three. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, I thought it was going to be impossible. And I've been practicing that since Mommy Millionaire. Mm-hmm. And it has really changed the direction of my life. And I feel like I'm getting things done faster. I'm more inspired to do things. And it doesn't take all day to complete. When you know, when you're very clear on what you need to do, you're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love that, that you shared that and that you took something away from the event that we went to, which is so important. Um, Take away something that you can actually uh, put into action. And when we first got on, um, before we even started recording, we were just kind of catching up a little bit. And you said that like so many amazing things had been happening. And I'm assuming that a lot of that is probably because you are putting what you learned into action um, to move towards your goal. So I I love that. I love that. Um, I have almost finished um, Susan's book as well, which we can link to that in the show notes for anyone who is interested, but um, it's organize your life. I believe is the five um, minutes a day or something. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, it's just so simple Um, things that when we hear them, we're like, Oh, okay. That sounds so easy. And it is, if someone can just, Break it down. Yes, I love that. I love that. So we'll definitely link to that um, in the show notes. So what do you wish everyone else knew that would really change their lives? So if you were talking to a former version of yourself, like what's something that you just wish, like everybody needs to know this? Yeah. And the first thing that pops up in my head when you ask that question, which is such a great question, by the way, um, is that we are all scared. Mm -hmm. I'm scared on the daily about what I put out into the world, whether it's Mm -hmm. on Instagram or my blog, or if I'm that I was, I was nervous for this interview, Julie. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm scared, but I still do it because I know if I don't, I'm always going to have that. um, What if question? And you had mentioned this earlier, like what, what would be worse? you know, doing it and seeing what the possibilities are or not doing it and wondering what if constantly. And I think wondering what if is a lot more painful. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that brings me to, and I don't know if it was just a quote or something that I um, just heard or saw somewhere, but basically we can choose our pain. Like we can choose to step out into the fear, which could be considered pain, you know, now, Scary. or we can, yes, exactly. Or we can choose to stay in the comfort zone and live with the pain of never fulfilling the dream or getting to the goal that we want. So either way, it's almost like pick your poison, like which one, you know, which one's going to bring you joy in the end. And it's always stepping out into the fear, into what you know you're being called to do. So I love that you brought that up. I think that's so important. Can I add something to that? Sure. Okay. So I'm in a mastermind and my leader of the mastermind said something, and I hope I don't butcher this, but to have an easy life, you need to do the hard things. Mm-hmm. If you do the, the easy things in life, you're going to have a harder life. Yes. Did that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I, I have, I've heard that before. And, um, I think probably from from the mat, I'm not in the mastermind, but from the the mastermind that you're in, from the person that leads it, I think, uh-huh. and yeah, hundred percent makes total sense. If you sit down and you really think about that concept, yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah. I love it. It's like instant gratification, mm-hmm. right? Like, do you want instant gratification or like, um, what's the opposite of that? A a bigger, like, grander experience in life. Mm-hmm, you want to mm-hmm. sacrifice um, the the coffee every day to have something bigger. I don't know what I'm right, to say, but yes, <laughs> I no, that, I know. Yes, no, I do, I do. It's it's really honestly, it just comes down to looking at at the big picture, right, and not just the oh, this is going to make me feel good right now. Kind of like if when you eat some cake, this is yeah. going to make me feel good right now in the five minutes I eat it, but then the 15 minutes after I'm going to have the brain fog, I'm going to feel sick. It's going to make me feel depressed and down because it's not getting me towards my health goals. It's pushing me in the opposite direction. So yeah, I totally get, that could be applied to anything in life really. Absolutely. So a couple of bonus questions before we wrap up that I want um, to ask you, we love to ask what kind of books you're, because I know that, Um, anybody in the space that you're in that's being authentic, that's sharing, that's being vulnerable and helping people on their journey to better themselves is all about self-development and self-improvement. So what, um, what is one of your, what book are either you reading right now or what is one of your all-time favorite books? Okay. My all, I'll start with my all-time favorite and this, I, this book I was given, um, it was a gift to me from my mom after my cousin passed away and it's called the untethered soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe by Michael a singer, all time mm-hmm. favorite book. I think everybody should have that book. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But what I'm reading right now is called ego is the enemy by Ryan holiday. And mm-hmm. it is so good. It's about how our ego gets in the way of mm-hmm our dreams, our goals, our action. And, um, I just started it. I'm probably a third of the way in and I'm getting to the part where, um, we're understanding the ego and I'm about Mm -hmm. to dive into like, now that we have are aware, right. Awareness, Mm -hmm. aware of our ego. What can we do now to, to like kind of push that ego aside? So I'm super, super excited about it. 
Love that. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. I have not heard of that book. So I love um, to hear new books that other people love. So yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. So what is something that you struggle with? I mean, it could be something like I, for me, I'll just give you an example. I love sugar. And so it's like a, you know, I have to take certain measures because I can, if I eat something sweet, it can rapidly turn to, I just want more and more of it. And I know that about myself. So what's something that you struggle with? I struggle with overthinking. Mm. Um, which is why I picked up the book ego is the enemy because I know that's my ego. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, overthinking has paralyzed me in the past Mm -hmm. and I know this and I know that it is my ego. And so I'm constantly now in a state of like, what can I do to take action to let go of this? Because I know that overthinking keeps me small. Right. It doesn't allow me to upgrade. So that is something that I struggle with. Yeah, that's a good one because I can certainly be. Yes. You know, I heard a quote and I'm not going to remember right now who said it, but the quote was um, perfectionism is your own superimposed prison. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that, it's so true. Yeah. Because if you wait for things to be perfect, they never will be, and you'll never take action and you'll never get to that goal. You just have to take the action and do it and, you know, get over the ego. That's a big thing for a lot of people. I agree a hundred percent, get out of your head and just do it. I love the Mel Robbins, you know, countdown five, four, three, two, one, go like just, if there's something that you don't want to do, I've used that several times when you know, I didn't want to make a phone call that I needed to make and I'm, you know, procrastinating and I'm like, nope, five, four, three, two, one, hit the button. Like just yeah. do it, you know, yeah. cause you feel so good afterwards. You really yeah. do. You really want to do it. You're just scared. You just resist. Yeah. You're just you know, scared. That's holding you back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just do, <laughs> just do it. That's right. Nike had it right. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> so, okay. Last question for you, Haley, tell us what, your favorite healthy snack is? Oh, wow. That's rough. (laughs) Um, Okay. I'm just going to come up. I'm going to tell you the two that are like kind of right in my mind right now. So, Mm -hmm. or or three, I'm just going to tell you three. So I love avocados as a snack. Um, Mm -hmm. I am a big avocado person. They're healthy fats, tons of fiber, and they really keep you feeling full. Mm-hmm. I also love to eat those with um, Simple Mills crackers. Mm. Simple Mills. Yes, I love they're, them. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're made out of almonds, I believe. And like they're gluten-free. Mm-hmm. They come in different flavors. The sea salt flavor is my favorite. Um, mm. So I love to eat the avocado with the Simple Mills crackers. And you will feel so full. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a meal. Um, and then my other favorite snack right now, um, just because I like quick things, um, are hip peas. Have you heard of hip peas? No. Okay. So they're kind of like a Cheeto, but they're vegan and they're Mm -hmm. made out of chickpeas. Oh, okay. Okay. So that sounds good. Yeah. So when anytime I look for a snack, I want to make sure that there's fiber. I want to make sure they're not like super, super processed. So I want to make sure I can read everything in the ingredients. 
and that they're made out of real food. So the hippies are made out of chickpeas um, mm-hmm. and other things, but it's a small, small list. I actually discovered them at Starbucks. Oh. And I'm not vegan. I'm not vegan by any means. Uh, they're just really tasty. When you want that mm. like chip kind of, yes. you know, cr- I'm a crunchy girl. So mm-hmm. I love crunch. Mm, that sounds good. I'm gonna have to check those out. And I think it's just one thing that, that I am always saying is if you just make that one change, like your chips, for instance, upgrade those and that's going to get you closer to your health goals. I mean, it's just those little tiny, which seem like no brainers or seem like, you know, this isn't really going to make a difference long term. Once you start to gain confidence and you start to see, you know, oh, this actually tastes good. Okay, well, this is less processed. So I'm moving towards my health goals, then, you know, it just transpires into all areas of your life. That's what I love about it. Absolutely. Well, awesome. This was so much fun. Thank you so much for um, being with us and sharing and being so authentic and vulnerable. I know that this is really going to speak to our listeners. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you being on today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on. And I love this. This was so fun. It's so great connecting with you. And I'd love to hear uh, what people thought. Yeah, absolutely. I know they're going to love it. Thanks for listening to today's Take the Upgrade podcast. To make sure you don't miss any of our episodes, click subscribe now. And if you love today's episode, we would be so grateful if you would share it and leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about what it means to take the upgrade, including daily tips and inspiration, follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a free ebook waiting for you on the top three habits to upgrade your health. You can download that by visiting our website, naturalshift.com and opting into our email. Links are in the show notes. And as always, it's those daily choices that lead to real progress and lasting change. Until next time.